the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. Ezra with us uh, today since it's uh, Friday. It's always good to have a third banana on the show. Uh, Frankly, I get uh, so boring that Dan falls asleep during our normal segment once. There you go. That's what happens when you're over 50. Welcome to the... I guess I can't say... I can't say welcome to the club because I'm in the 60s club. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. We have uh, several generations uh, represented here. We got the 60s, we got the 50s, and Ezra, you're in your late 20s, early 30s? 20s, early 20s. Yeah, 20s. I'm 27. 27, okay. 27. The new math would be what year? What year is that? What What year was he born? What year was I born? Yeah. 95. 95. 95. Wow. Yeah. I've got age spots older than Ezra. Everybody. <laughs> That's, uh, I've been using that joke for the last 20 years. It always gets a chuckle. So hopefully, that's one of those dad jokes. Oh, yeah. It's like, I got underwear older than you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one of my favorite jokes that I mean, I, I never get tired of this, and I use it every single year is when at the turning of the new year, Whenever it's like, I haven't seen you since last year. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that. I love that joke. That's funny. I don't know why, but I do. Hey, day four, uh, Friday, wearing my wife's glasses. And as I mentioned uh, the other day to Dan, I I seem to gravitate toward the Hallmark Channel more than I ever have before. And as uh, I mentioned, I'm glad we're glad it's just uh, her glasses that you're yes. wearing and not other items, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But hey, it's 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 early. I mean, you know, by day eight, uh, since I'm going to the eye doctor later today, that's good. Going to probably take them what? Because uh, it's been years since I've actually had a pair of glasses made for me. Yeah, it takes them about it three take? months. Three months? Does it take three months? No, I'm kidding. It just seems like it. Ezra, how long does it take? You've you're a glasses uh, Gosh, participant. I, I've had these glasses for years, so I don't even I can't even remember how long. I mean, it's it's not three months. I mean, obviously, no. he was joking, but usually a week or so, probably. Yeah, okay. it's, it's if you're getting them from like if you went to a glasses outlet or whatever a store, yes. of any, you know, yes, then yeah, probably about a week or so. Um, I, I usually get my glasses online now. Um, I'll go to these online websites yeah. and it takes a little bit longer to get them, uh, you know, just because of mail. But, uh, I mean, I, I like the selection better. So well, what do you have to upload your prescription and, and yeah, they you, you upload your prescription okay. and some of these places have, um, like they have like a virtual try on where like basically, I mean, you, you basically have your, a snapshot of your head and then they like 3d model the glasses oh, that's cool. onto your face. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, that, that's technology how today. Years. Well, at my age, it's not a fashion show. I just need something that I can, can see and not uh, put the cat in the microwave again. Like I did <laughs> uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I yeah. thought, <laughs> I thought that, that was messy. a plate of chicken. It was the cat. <laughs> well, uh, unless unless you have one of those like uh, hairless cats, um, <laughs> you know, just, just here's a good rule of thumb: 
if it has fur on it, it and doesn't it's meowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, this cat. Uh, now it's it's it went to the to the vet and uh, it it got an operation, so it's oh, much better now. But uh, he was fixing to lose all his hair uh, uh, before seeing the uh, the vet. So is he wearing the cone of shame now for the next couple of weeks? <laughs> no cone. No cone. There's no really? cone. But he's a kinder, gentler uh, cat, male cat, and he so. weighs a little bit less now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let, let me ask you something. Why do we call it the cone of shame? Where did that come from? It, it came from uh, the movie Up and the dog. Is that where, okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I thought. I, I thought about that movie, but then I was like, is there anything? I mean, because I'm just thinking, like, what's so shameful about having to wear? <laughs> I just think it's a, a funny term. I mean, so you can tell you can tell though when you put you know a cone on a dog. I mean, I had to put a cone on on our dog for a little while. Oh, they um, hate it. And yeah, and he, you, I mean, his whole demeanor was just like, oh, it's just very <laughs> which is bad. why I think they call it that. This is like guess, yeah. Well, that's like uh, now this cat is my youngest son, uh, he, Elijah. He and his girlfriend uh, will put a sweater on this cat, and as oh, soon gosh. as they do. I pull it right off. Yeah. But as soon as they put the sweater on, it paralyzes the cat. Yeah. I mean, it's like it, it, I mean, it stops and it, it just barely moves. So, you know, if they were, if they were, if, if they were to have cones and sweaters, they would have been born that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. I mean, to. that's true. Uh, the, uh, my, my sister is one of those people that dresses up her dog. Um, mm. And so, and she, so she's got just the most beautiful Australian shepherd. I mean, just such a beautiful dog. Um, but I don't, I don't know where she got this, but it's, it's one of the funniest things you've ever seen. It's, it's a bodysuit, right? Like one of those like skin tight, yeah, uh, stretchy type suits that you put on your dog. And so this dog has a bunch of fur, but she's got like this. But when she puts the the suit on, I mean, it just sucks it all as close to her skin. So, but does the dog like it? I mean, she says she seems fine. I mean, this is this is kind of one of those dogs that's just super oblivious to everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like you could do absolutely anything, and it wouldn't even phase the dog. Hmm. Um, but anyway, it just is hilarious. I mean, she yeah. just looks like I, I can't even describe it. It basically is just like a poodle, but if the poodle had green skin or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Now, when I was a teenager, I had a uh, German Shepherd, and it wasn't hip to dress up your your dogs back no, then. No. But one day, I had this idea. Uh, being an only child and left to myself, I had a lot of crazy ideas, and this was one of them. I thought I would put my gym shorts and uh, a t-shirt on the on the on the uh, on the on the German Shepherd and let it run around in the yard. And I wish I if we'd have had video, it would I mean it'd been it. It was hysterical, not to the dog, to the German shepherd. Uh, After that, he had issues. He he would bite me at any time. uh, (laughs) I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. You did this to me. (laughs) Why you? Yeah. So, uh, but today it's like, I mean, even my dad getting his, he's getting a dog in February and it is a, um, what kind of dog is it? It's a, it's a tiny little teddy bear, she poo or shoe poo or something poo. And I had, I had poo on my shoe the other day. I <laughs> wiped it off. And no, no doubt that dog will be just the sign that when the, when the, when the thermometer goes down a tick, 
and it's too cold, that dog will be wearing clothes. I guarantee you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, the other morning I was what Jake and I and Donna were watching as we do every morning, the, the, the today show and a, a commercial had Dolly Parton on and she was doing this video or maybe it was a story that they were doing and it was about the movie. I don't even know the movie. It's about four of the older actresses and they go see Tom Brady and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, apparently uh, Cindy Lauper and Dolly Parton and somebody else, another artist, they did a video on it. And so Dolly's up there and she's singing and Jake says, uh, hey, what's Dolly doing? Well, first of all, I didn't know that he knew who Dolly was. I guess that's like that's like a house. Everybody knows Dolly. Every, and I said, well, I said, jokingly, I said, uh, Dolly's doing whatever she wants to do mm-hmm. because she is everywhere. But it's interesting yeah. <laughs> that she, I mean, it's uh, with Dolly. I remember when she first came out back in the uh, way before Ezra was born. And she, the sang, 60s, yeah. she sang with a guy named Porter Wagoner. That was mm-hmm. her start. And she had so much talent that she then went on her own and then she's just been a star. She's had some lull times. She's done some movies. She's done odds and ends, but it seems like in the last, I don't know, last two, three, four five years, maybe she's just exploded. She's been yeah. in the rock and roll hall of fame. She's, she's everywhere and she's a household name. Yeah, she so, is. Yep. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. I don't really know what the deal is. It's not like she's like come out with, new like her own new album or something like that that dropped yeah. that was that was super acclaimed or anything like that i mean i know she's done uh, you know a few songs like with some other people right mm-hmm. well, i just i just read that uh paul mccartney and i can't remember the other person a famous person uh, that they're i don't think it's mick jagger but it's somebody else they're going to do or maybe they've already done they've cut it uh, cut a song with her <laughs> and uh it's already in the Hmm. Either either it's already been cut or it's in the planning stage. Yeah. But they said uh okay. So yeah. well, I saw her uh over Christmas time. She had a Dolly Parton special on, and lo and behold, who was on it? Zach Williams. Of course. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Zach Williams. Her the, yeah. that 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 was the song that I was thinking of specifically that really, really blew up that there was Jesus song mm-hmm. that, that they both did together. That one that one blew up. How many? By the way, Zach Williams is coming to town May fifth. Yes, uh, he is at the. I, I can't read that. Oh, Atlanta Symphony Hall. He's coming to town with his uh, hundred highway tour. You can find more details at faithtalkatlanta.com. Is Joshua Radcliffe playing the drums in that band yet? Because he's playing in every single other band in Atlanta right now. He he is not. No, he's uh, he's just uh, playing with Ezra Ortiz. But I mean, what more do you need than playing with Ezra Ortiz? I'm the next best thing. Yeah. Is, is it called the as is it called the Ezra Ortiz band? No, 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 no. It's, it's Ezra and the Jacobs. Ezra and the Jacobs. <laughs> yeah. Ezra and the Jacobs. I like yeah. that. Oh boy. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break and uh we'll have some amazing guests and talk about some really cool stuff. So stay with us. Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. We'll be back. Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, we're pumped to talk to this guy again, Tommy Green. He was in a metal band for a long time, Sleeping Giant, currently in the band Holy Name. 
And uh, they just released uh, their project on Friday. We'll talk about that. He's also the co-founder of I Run Against Traffic. Tommy, how are you? Doing so good. How are you guys? We're What's good. Up? Wow. Did yeah. you have a good, let's talk first, uh, family. Did the uh, family have good holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving? Yeah, man. It was really, really nice. We, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we, it was good. We bought a, uh, I bought a cold plunge. I bought like a, like a thing to jump into freezing cold water in the mornings. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> so me and Chrissy Green have been uh, doing that and that's terrifying and sucks, but it's also awesome. When you, when, you get, <laughs> when you get done, you feel like I had like nine cups of coffee. So that's good. So it's, it's okay. been cool. Yikes. So this, so this cold plunge is there, is this a medical thing? What is this? No, man, we just, we just heard about, you know, there's a bunch of people that are like on it, but we, we watched that show that has uh, <laughs> Thor, it, like Thor's in it, you know, and it was oh. like, he goes in like to this freezing cold water and they did a whole episode about all the health benefits of it. And we were mm-hmm. like, well, let's do that. Let's give it a shot. So anyway, so I, yeah, it's like a, a horse trough that I have in our backyard and we filled it up with cold water and it's crazy. Do you feel healthier because of this now or? Well, I don't know if I feel healthier, but <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's happening on the inside. And then Chrissy okay. Green got me a, a beehive. So I'm going to keep bees. Oh, hey, that's so awesome. I'm so, I've always wanted to. So I'm, I, you know, it's a little cold here, so I'm going to, we'll get it, we'll get it going. So hey, that was, it was that- really cool. That is, uh, I love that. And isn't that a hip thing to do now? I mean, that is the cool thing to do is to have bees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. How it's about tight. that? Well, yeah, that'll be a okay. thing. Well, so, well, it was very good. Holidays were very good. Yes. Hopefully cool. you singing in uh, Holy Name, that uh, cold plunge helps you in some form or fashion. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure, right? Voice song, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just teaches me not to be, I, I suck at it. And so I'm learning to sing in some ways. And so it does help with mental fortitude. It helps me not be so afraid. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I can do hard things. It's okay. We can do it. So <laughs> well, good for you. Well, let's catch yeah, up uh, with uh, Holy Name first, and then we'll segue into our run against mm-hmm. traffic. Uh, this yeah. is a really cool month for our run against traffic because uh, barbers and tattoo artists are uh, getting together and help you raise money for something that uh, you've been doing for a while, uh, which yeah. rescues, rehabilitates, and restores victims of human trafficking in the world. It's good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, Friday, Holy Name. Yes. Uh, was yes. it an EP, a full project? What would you do? And, and tell us about it. It was a full length, and we put it out. Uh, Face Down Records put it out, and uh, been waiting for the vinyl to be completed with all the slowdowns and production and stuff all over the world. And so it took a little while, but uh, put out a full length record, and um, I'm super proud of it. I feel really excited about it. Um, it's a, it's kind of a more of a personal project, and uh, definitely wasn't like a huge plan when we started. You know, Sleeping Giant, there was like more of like. You know, I was a young dude in the scene and there was a lot of, you know, I was trying to be upfront about what we believed and, you know, share the gospel and all that stuff. And with this, I, really, it was born out of quite uh, profound uh, pain and loss in terms of like, there was a lot of death that hit our family over a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so processing that in some ways, almost feeling like I thought I had some pretty good answers in terms of my faith journey as like a pastor for, you know, 15 years. And, um, some of those answers weren't quite what I thought they were. And, and when the, when everything kind of hit the fan, I I really was forced to, to kind of like, you know, find Mm -hmm. something, figure something out. And, and in that process, my homie Joe, who was part of our 
church community, the, the Rev gatherings, which is like our whole community all over the place. He's in Minnesota and he's an amazing writer and musician and he can just do everything good. And so <clears throat> he uh, helped me put some older worship songs that I'd written on guitar by myself. He, he turned them into these heavy songs and there was kind of like a, there was a grace for it and people seemed to like respond to them. And so we just kind of kept going, but in a lot of ways it's, it's my, it was, it's a song, it's a record born out of um, searching for answers and searching for a sense of truth in Christ, specific uh, specifically around death, mm. grief loss and mourning and, and, uh, and lament and how, how does this stuff work? And do we have a faith that actually, do we have a belief that actually holds up? Um, does it fall apart or is it, it, does it get richer in some way? Like what, what do we do with this stuff, this pain? And I was from almost like a more modern tradition that, that treats kind of like the pain and the suffering and the loss as, enemies. And I think when you begin to, to see the history of the church and the wisdom of Christ throughout the history of Christianity, you see that there's many times to you, to borrow from like Harry Potter that like you greet these things as friends. And there's something that Jesus did in the incarnation, which is he entered fully into this horrific experience that we can have and, and filled it completely. And so he's no stranger to these things, but when you're like, you know, <laughs> advocating for like the kingdom and all this, it's like, it gets very easy to turn into this like positive raw, raw. And yeah. we forget uh, many times we leave the very treasures that I think Jesus ascribes us to. And in Christianity 101, Matthew four, five, and six, it's like, blessed are you when it's not great blessed mm -hmm. are you when it's hard it's like but i think we try to flip it upside down and do something with it that i, I don't know if we're supposed to but i'm not smart enough to know that anymore i just have sort of <laughs> let go of a lot but the holy name project was profoundly personal in that it was a it was a faith journey it was losing some of my religion in some mm -hmm. ways and and really struggling and being able to sort of do this a different way so anyways i hope that is helpful i don't know if that yeah yeah like a thing. yeah it sounds Great like stuff. it was uh writing uh, writing these songs and working on this project was very cathartic for you uh and god worked mm -hmm. on you in, in many ways through that yeah yeah for real i mean i i guess it's you know uh there's a really good author that says you know you know you're a writer of books you know if you have to write mm -hmm. um and i think on some level i think it, there is a part of me that's a worshiper and, and a musician in that it's just like that's one of the ways that this stuff comes out and um so yeah i think so i think it was mm -hmm. it was deeply it was that cathartic kind of thing but it was also just like it was also a place to just take some of my thoughts and put them in front of me and right. see what see what i thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was good man so yeah, yeah the holy name project it dropped friday full length record face down records you guys can stream it everywhere please buy it somewhere help us it'd be cool to make a splash i mean it'd be cool to make it successful but that also wasn't really the target when they started. <laughs> so it's like, okay, man, it's tight. You know? Good stuff. Tommy Green uh, with us. Yeah, stream it, uh, buy it, whatever you need to do, but uh, get to it. I'm excited about it. I want to stream it uh, yeah. on uh, on Spotify. All right, what's going on? I run against traffic. I did mention the barber thing, the tattoo thing, but, wh but what do you want to do this year, 2023? What's, what's, what's on the docket? Yeah, well, it, it, to be com you know uh, completely upfront, run against traffic exists to help you raise awareness and resources for the cause. Um, we just wanted to be a vehicle that helped everyday people do something with a really big 
problem that a lot of times is like, it's so big that it feels like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And Mm -hmm. so for us, it was like, we just wanted to partner with people wherever they were and say, it's going to take all of us to solve this. So we just wanted to give you guys the tools and resources to um, raise funds and raise awareness through community and through running and through events um, for uh, recovery and restoration and rehabilitation of, of uh, these people. And so our job at Running Against Traffic is effectively to raise money and get it to the good guys. That's what we do. And so um, we, we find and vet the organizations that we think are doing a good job. And, you know, it's kind of like year by year, we just sort of like evaluate what we're going to do and who we're going to give to. And our goal is essentially to create, you know, one of the largest foundations that's got a war chest of resources for all these people that have dedicated themselves to help. And uh, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a psychologist, but um, for us, it's like if we can find the best help for these people, a lot of them, they just need money. They need money and they need resources. And so for people, they're like, well, I don't just want to write a check. It's like, no, no, just do that. These guys just need that. That's what they need. (laughs) I I don't know how to become a doctor tomorrow and help, but like I can definitely get them money. And a lot of them need that for their budget. They're, they're putting together programs and it's quite expensive to heal broken lives. You know, it's not, it's not quite as simple as like, you know, I raised 30 bucks and we got some, you know, it's like, it's, this is broken people. And, and so it's, it's like the church in that this is a long-term game and there's many ups and downs and, we need to be patient and empathetic and compassionate to these people that are coming out of having their minds and their bodies like fractured Mm. um, and manipulated by people. And so it's like people that broke them and it's, we've got to be the people that put them back together again. Mm. Um, So anyway, so that's what we do. We raise money and we try to get it to the good guys. And so our goal this year is to, um, we want to be pretty ambitious. So I think our goal, <laughs> our goal right now is to raise and give away about a half a million dollars. Wow. Um, and then, um, my wife, Chrissy green has, has finished writing kind of like the origin story of the organization. And, um, we're really excited about kind of, we're working with our team and getting that published and put out so people can actually see and hear the story through her eyes. That was kind of the goal of my run when I started was just to get attention so that my kind of quiet and beautiful, introverted wife could actually share what really went down. So I'm just trying to like, you know, I'll light myself on fire and run across the state just so people can see that, that Chrissy green has something to say. Mm. And so, um, she's putting that out and then we're launching actual, like run your first 5k with us training plan. And so the goal is to get a whole bunch of people like just running for the first time or walking for the first time with us and kind of having a higher vision for that. And, um, you know, just building community that way. So a bunch of different stuff happening this year, but ultimately the goal is to raise a whole lot of resource and and get that to some of our partners. Awesome. I run against traffic.com is the place to go to get all the information. Tommy Green, always a great time with Tommy. We'd love to catch up with you in the spring, Tommy, if you're up for it. Also, uh, check out uh, Holy Name and uh, check out the stuff. Buy it, uh, listen to it, stream it, whatever you need to do, but, uh, but listen to it. Tommy, thank you so much, buddy. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. 
And I'm Ezra Ortiz. Hope you're having a good day. It's good to have uh, Ezra on the program. It's always a win to have uh, Ezra on the program. He's an amazing third banana. Did you, Have you ever considered you? Did you ever wake up or did you ever have a dream or have a thought that you'd, you'd be a third banana of some amazing, high-rated, awesome show? I, you know, I always hoped. I always hoped that one day... I'd get to that third banana level. So Well, keep hoping and you may eventually get there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's at least I'm... on the amazing show part, you know, you are the third banana here, but living on a prayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where I was going. Hey, we've got Ezra on here because he's in close contact with all the uh, amazing Faith Talk Atlanta radio ministries that we have on Faith Talk. And there are tons of them, and we know you have your favorites. And before Ezra kind of gives us a rundown of, of what's going on uh, this month because it's still January. Uh, you can send a message to your favorite Faith Talk Atlanta radio ministry. There are links on our website, go to faithtalkatlanta.com. And uh, if you happen to miss or you want to hear again Faith Talk Live, you can. It's in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts and also faithtalkatlanta.com. All right. Uh, let's see, January, can you believe we're talking about the end of January and coming up in February? Of course, February will have its own, you know, contests and prizes and books and videos and movies, et cetera. So Ezra, what uh, what's on the top of the list for uh, what's going on on Faith Talk Atlanta? Yeah, um, so pretty much all of this is stuff that we've covered already. Um, you know, but we, we just want to give people as many opportunities as possible to, to be able to sign up for these contests, you know, because before you know it, like you said, we'll be in February and then February is going to have a whole new round of prizes. So, uh, might as well take advantage of the current ones, uh, while they're still in play. Um, so with that being said, um, every month, uh, we do, you know, a book of the month, giveaway. Um, and so this month's selection, you've heard us talk about it multiple times on the show. It's called Fit God's Way um, by Kim Dolan Lido. I think that's how you say the last name. Um, but uh, anyway, it's it, Fit God's Way provides the necessary tools you need to create your personalized daily system of success through the seven habits of Christ-centered fitness. Hmm. Um, and so very interesting stuff. Um, I, I think it's going to be a great read. Um, and like I said, this is a book of the month. Um, and so we do these giveaways every single month. Um, and it's every single month. It's a new book. So so be sure to check back with us. Um, you know, and, and, and so uh, for this particular prize, uh, two grand prize winners will receive a signed copy of this uh, book. Um, and then uh, there will be three first place winners who receive uh, a copy of the book. I don't think that one's signed, but you know what? That's okay. You still get a copy of the book. It's a free book. It's a great book. Come on. If you what, want to sign, the three of us will sign it for you. That, you know what? Yeah, there we go. We'll there sign. How about that? Hey, <laughs> well, we now, now people might be expecting that. So, yeah. <laughs> would we sign our own names or would we sign the name of the author? I think we sign uh, Dick, Dan, and Ernie. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, although that might depreciate its value a lot. So. Well, it might. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, uh, you can enter once each day from now through the end of the month. That's January 31st, um, which can increase your opportunity to win. So, I mean, just just, just check back with us daily. Um, on that same note, uh, we are also doing a 
grand prize. I mean, this is the big grand prize. Mm-hmm. This is the super mega big, awesome, incredible, fantastic grand prize. Wow. Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear mega, that. I can't actually say <laughs> it. <laughs> super mega great, fantastic, wonderful, excellent grand prize. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and this grand prize uh, valued at $5,000. If you are the grand prize winner, um, again, you can find all of this at faithtalkatlanta.com. If you're the grand prize winner, you will win a one-year gym slash fitness club membership for you and your family, up to four members total. You will win $2,000 worth of fitness equipment of your choice, a $500 Whole Foods gift card. I mean, come on. Whole Foods is expensive. So you need that $500. Yeah. Um, a $500 gift card for fitness slash exercise clothing. And then Come on, just say it, it's spandex. You know, everybody's going to buy, buy spandex. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you will also win a package from the author, Kim Dolan Lito, uh, that includes a signed copy of her latest book, Fit God's Way. Um, wow. So you can visit Faith Talk Atlanta every single day um, and you can enter your email address. Um, you can enter your email address multiple times or, or, you know, once every single day, uh, up to the end of the month. And then uh, one time only, you can also, uh, do your social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Google, LinkedIn, all of those things. Um, you know, what do you got to lose? Come on. I mean, it's, that yeah. sounds like an amazing prize to me. So, um, it does. that's, 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 that's the, the super mega, amazing, awesome, wonderful grand prize. So you can I mean, just join think it. if the three of us all had $500 to spend on spandex, look, think of how awesome we would look on the show every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we should. Oh, do. yeah. I would wear it every single day. Definitely. Yeah. Ratings probably would go up if uh, if that happened, especially Definitely. when we go live on Facebook and, and YouTube. But you think In about it, what a game. great prize, right? It's the first of the year. You, you not only get uh, – you, you, you get to go to a gym. That's taken mm-hmm. care of. Then you've got home stuff. Which two thousand dollars you can buy a decent exercise piece or pieces to to oh, yeah. at home, right? Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. then There's, you've got you wear, and then eating differently. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if you get the yeah. the uh, the Whole Foods gift card, that's a that's a pretty good deal. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think uh, you know a lot. This is the time of year when people kind of make these new you know health goals and and resolutions at the beginning of the year. This would be a great way to kick that off. I mean, you know, gosh, I mean if. If I were to win that, I would say, okay, I guess I got to follow through now <laughs> on the, uh, I'm doing the, those, those, those weight loss goals or whatever it is that you're trying to do. So, uh, well, I mean, you would for a week or so and, and then they yeah, would well, sit there, but you know, yeah. Cause whole foods also has other things. Yeah. Yeah. Not just healthy food. Yeah. They have uh, every, everything. Yeah. All right. So, so what else do we have? It's January. Uh, what else you want to talk about? Uh, the ministry connection or what else is on your list there? Yeah, let's, let's talk about the ministry connection. Um, so, uh, you've heard us talk about this ministry before. It's a fantastic ministry. It's summit life with JD Greer. Um, JD Greer, um, he is the pastor of the summit church, which is in, uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, he, you may also know him because he was the former, um, president of the Southern Baptist convention. Um, he, uh, he has just done a lot of amazing work. He's done a lot of incredible work for the kingdom. Um, and, and so if you just go on to faith, 
Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see the Ministry of Connection. You'll see JD's smiling face right there. Just click on it, um, and it'll take you right down to uh, – I mean, there, there's so much content here for you to check out. Um, you know, there's links to his, the different books that he's got available. Um, you know, they've got um, – He's JD has a podcast. And this is my personal favorite. Um, if you go onto their website, um, if, or if you, if you click the link through, through Faith Talk Atlanta, um, right, scroll down, you'll see this where it says free resources from Pastor JD, enjoy free daily devotionals. Um, you can click the get started link. And, and if you just enter in your email address every single day, they will send you, um, just fantastic daily devotionals that will provide um, lots of spiritual encouragement. I know I, I've read a couple of these. They're awesome. They're really, mm-hmm. really great stuff. Um, so that's my personal favorite one. So uh, why don't you go head over to faithtalkatlanta.com, scroll down, click Ministry Connection, and uh, show some love to uh, the Ministry Connection for this month, which is Summit Life with J.D. Greer. By the way, one of my favorite books from J.D. Greer, Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. Love that book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what? a good book. What? Yeah. Yep. Wait a minute. Well, what, Dan? Who's in my heart then? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. If it's not Jesus, then you need to get whoever it is out and put Jesus in. There yeah, you, you wonder when. I have no idea when. I wasn't brought up in church, so you know. But I know. But I knew that. I, I knew that. You know that it was a thing that you prayed the sinner's prayer. Yeah. Asking yeah. Jesus in your heart. But I'm wondering when that began. You know, that's a good question. It was not in yeah. biblical times, I can assure you of that. <laughs> That's true. I know. Let's say that Jesus is in your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I actually, I have not read that one by J.D. Greer. Um, I it's just, I it really just know that it's a classic, that it's, yeah. you know, a ton of people have don't you talked think about it. Would, it. Um, don't you he, think it would be yeah. cramped in there? It would, well, be cramped in there, would, it would be cramped in there, wouldn't it? If you keep asking him into your heart. and I Yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember seeing a video that J.D. Greer had done a while ago um, where he was talking about, you know, the very controversial, um, uh, you know, eternal security, right? Once right, saved, right. always saved, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And And I loved his explanation of it because he said, I don't really say once saved, always saved. I always say once saved forever following in other Mm -hmm. words it's once once jesus you you know once once that transformation has taken place inside of you yeah you're compelled to follow him for the rest of your life that's a good Um, way to put it yeah exactly and and i was like i was mind blown for me so that that just goes to show i mean some of the incredible teaching from pastor jd greer um good guy yeah great stuff Would love to get him back. I mean, I, I thought it was uh, when when we got him on the show. I thought, wow, who pulled that string? But way to go! Yeah, yeah. good stuff. It was me. All right, way well, to then, go, Ezra. Way to go, Ezra. Hey, send all your cards and letters to uh, Ezra Ortiz, Ezra Jacobs, the Ezra Ortiz Project, uh, Ortiz, the Ezra Ortiz, uh, Ernie Ortiz, whatever you want to do, but send it. Uh, uh, you can get the address faithtalkatlanta.com or call Shamso 4499573300. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. This is Faith Talk Live. In our house, we get four dogs. Is this Monday? This will be Monday. Okay. I can't hear them, so you're good. Um, Let me me do my math here. Hang on a second. So that'd be what, 33, 34, 30, about 35? Mm, 
Yeah, yeah, shoot for 34. 34. Hey, howdy, hey, it is uh, Faith Hog Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. Ezra again uh, with us. Uh, that's a good thing. Thank you so much, Ezra, for hanging with us on Monday. Hey, it's Monday. Hope your your Monday is uh, is doing doing well. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday. Well, <laughs> I got a case of the Mondays. I haven't had my coffee. <laughs> I've been listening to Dan uh, talk about Mondays for 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 the last what 18, 17, 18 years, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's always Tuesday. It's a miraculous. It's almost like Jesus rose from the grave on Tuesday. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Well, it used to be happened. Tuesdays, yeah. but you know, but now we have meetings on Tuesday. So <laughs> Wednesdays is the day that I really kind of come alive now. So, well, now, well yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but on Tuesdays, at least you get to be a part of Mike Kelly's favorite meetings. Well, that's true. That, yeah, that is Mike true. Kelly is, uh, for those of you listening, he is the, uh, I guess he's the head cheese of the promotions department. Yeah. Yeah. Promotions guru extraordinaire. Yes. There you go. Hey, Netflix is hiring and they're hiring a flight attendant for its uh, private jet. Guess how much it pays? Probably more than uh, the three of us make together. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) What do you think? What do you think, Ezra? Oh, boy. How much a year? Just Uh, don't remember. Oh, boy. Wow. I'm I'm just going to throw out. Oh boy, eighty-five. I'm gonna guess one fifty. One fifty. One fifty. Three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars for a flight attendant. Yep. And I just sent my uh, application in just minutes ago. Well, where do I send it? I want to send mine too. Maybe they need more than one. Listen, <laughs> I, I have I I almost have no concept of money <laughs> in, in the sense of like how much different jobs you know the 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 starting cost for a bunch of these jobs so i'm just like i'm just saying numbers at this point i would guess the typical flight attendant on your local airline probably does not make three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. i would say no i would guess some of the pilots don't make that much money right right i i I would i'd take a stab at it i would say what maybe a hundred grand uh 80 grand something for a flight attendant i don't know Uh, that seems Uh, high to me I, I i have no idea yeah. I wonder, and I didn't say in this story, I wonder what your responsibilities would be. Would they be the same as if you were on a commercial airliner? You just, you serve drinks and food and, and, uh, that kind of thing. And is it a big plane or is it like a private jet or, uh, I didn't, it says private jet. So if, uh, it be and, a smaller and, plane. And, and they're normally, yeah, they're pretty cramped in those, those little, uh, private jets. A friend of mine, uh, he was from South Africa and he had a friend that owned the dog track and I think it was Birmingham and the guy that owned the dog track would fly my friend in his private jet. And I thought, wow, private jet. Well, when I saw it, I mean, it's cool private jet, but I think this 12 seater, eight seater, nine seater, whatever it is, there's not much room at no. all. I don't no. even think you can stand up in it. I think you have to crawl around. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I, um, when I was working at uh, Honeysuckle, which is a coffee shop slash bakery slash breakfast place over here in Kennesaw. Good stuff, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Um, when I was working there, uh, there was a guy who lived in the apartments, um, which Honeysuckle is directly underneath. And, you know, I, he would come in kind of at random times. And I just remember, I just asked him, I said, hey, um, what do you do, man? And he was like, 
oh, I'm a pilot. I was like, oh, that's cool. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a pilot. I, I fly, you know, privately for my best friend um, who owns a business that requires him to just be at a million different places, you know. So, you know, this morning I was just in, you know, I was in Washington or I was in Canada or I was in, you know, and, and just <laughs> he's just wow. talking about these places that he just flies all over the place. Just and I'm like, that sounds like the greatest gig ever. Does it? Yeah. Because, I mean, sure, you know, he can't make any long-term plans because, you know, within a couple of days' notice, he has to be at X place. Right. But I'm like, dude, that sounds so cool to just be able to be like, yo, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to Maine today or I'm going up to, I'm going to California. You know, it's like, gosh, yeah. that sounds awesome. Yeah, and they, and they probably paid for his, you know, Oh, yeah. lodging or whatever while they're there everything yeah. he gets everything. paid pretty well he, he he was i mean i can't remember the exact number but i was i remember thinking okay uh, what yeah. am i doing <laughs> <laughs> i'm making coffee yeah yeah exactly <laughs> hey i'm gonna segue into this story i've been holding on to this one for a while but it seems like the perfect time how confident are you that you could safely land a passenger airplane in an emergency situation Relying only on the assistance of an air traffic controller. Uh, this I am not confident at all. Uh, this was a poll. You don't think so? You think I, you, what, I, would, what would you do then if it were? I mean, what I do would you be do? crapping in my pants. But I would be listening to. <laughs> I would be listening to the air traffic controller and trying to do everything they're telling me. But I just picture in my mind the movie Airplane. Yes. And, and I'm hoping that the autopilot inflates and is able to do it for me. Airplane, the comedy, not yes. airplane, the not, uh, not airplane. serious. Yeah, no, the comedy. Yeah. 13% of the people polled said they were very confident that mm. they could land it. Yeah, I don't know what they were smoking before they did this. 19% somewhat confident, 17% not very confident, 42% not confident at all. Mm. That's probably me. I, I would probably, I, I feel like I would land myself somewhere between somewhat confident and not very. So what, if there's a middle ground that bridges those two, yeah. I feel like if, I mean, I would be very shocked if I could actually do it. But at the same time, I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I can follow just, I can follow instructions pretty well. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Well, if, if yeah, the after, after doing, said, hey, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. Okay. You know, after, after playing some flight simulator games on computers and crashing several times, my confidence is not very high. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so that's ladies true. and gentlemen, let that be a lesson. If Dan Radcliffe's on your flight <laughs> and something happens, tell him to stay seated. Yeah. Well, you stay right there. Ezra, you go up front. I drove a taxi once. Okay. <laughs> Sit down. It's it's funny that you say all this because um Abby and I are watching Lost. Yeah. Um and so yeah, so if if basically if Dan was on the flight that, you know, he he would not be the one to to run up to the front to I would try not. to course correct us. I would not. I might be, stand behind you and and you know help as much as I can, but I don't want to be responsible for actually landing. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm trying to remember. I saw all these movies back in the day, but back in the 70s, one of those airport movies, Ezra, you've probably seen none of them, hmm. but they were very popular. But the one where the, I think the pilot had a heart attack and it was just the 
the, 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 the called stewardess then, the flight attendant. She was the only one. And they were trying to actually uh, bungee or, or cord or cable a pilot in through the window. I don't even know if you could do that. I don't I, think you can do that. Sounds far fetched to heck? me. No, but that's not possible. Something happened and his belt loop got caught on a piece of metal or something and it threw him, you know, into the atmosphere or whatever. Mm. But what? she ended up in the movie, Karen Black, uh, actually flew the plane and, and landed it. Um, and the technology wasn't as, I mean, they had good technology back then, but. But I just can't imagine. I would be sweat like Dan. I would be sweating. Yeah. I'd be sweating bullets. I'd well, be like, like in the movie Airplane when Ted Stryker yeah. is just yeah. Ted Stryker, yeah. whatever his name was, is just <laughs> sweat pouring down his face. And Leslie Nielsen's coming in saying that we believe in you and you can do it. You know, it'd be a perfect time for an altar call, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Friends, do you know Jesus? They say there's a lot of praying when things like that happens I and sure also are. a lot of drinking. So, <laughs> yeah, funny how those two go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, hey, uh, some great conversation. Uh, always some great stuff on our website. Check it out, faithtalkatlanta.com. If you want to hear Faith Talk, uh, Faith Talk Live again, you can podcast form wherever you get your podcast or faithtalkatlanta.com. Or if you've missed a Faith Talk Live, hey, don't worry. Uh, you can listen to the podcast, faithtalkatlanta.com or wherever you get your podcast. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probes. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com